that's really what I was hoping to get in order to make it to the tournament because I can drive, you know, to Nashville and if for some reason we were to lose that eight or nine game, I could make it back home without needing a hotel room. Well, now we're at the six o'clock slot with the uh, 10 to seven seed and it's not nearly as uh, enticing. Uh, not to mention, after that Kentucky loss, I'm, I'm not feeling too good about our chances, to be honest. Yeah, uh, I, I can I can definitely see your see your gripes there, uh, for sure. And you know, I've I've been thinking about it since I've seen the six o'clock time slot. You know, we play a, a two and a half, maybe three hour game. You know, uh, getting shower, getting the bed when you're supposed to be sleeping uh, in the night watches, and uh, I uh. uh Six o'clock the following night, you're ready to play again. So, uh, you know, you get to go eat a normal lunch. You get to go through your normal daily routine as a player. And then you get to play the primetime game at night, which for some of these guys, that's what they're going to be doing when they get to the next level. Uh, For some of them, unfortunately, next year. So they're already looking forward to what's coming for them. So they're practicing for their careers now Big Mo and I think it sets up very well for Arkansas and the, the matchup against Auburn is tough but I will say this though I think that it's time for Cinderella to put her slipper on and then Cinderella this time is our Arkansas Razorback it could be I mean there are certainly teams that are overlooking us and that's for sure and honestly they've got fair reason to overlook us with the way we've been playing but that's when you get surprises that's when you get upsets um i'm not sure auburn's gonna overlook us because we do have that reputation coming into the tournament um so well we just have to see if we can if we can pull one out i feel like if we win the game it's going to be a fairly close game we're going to have to manage the game well at the end and I hate to use this word, Andrew uh, Jackson, but this uh, this has almost become a, a bad word. But we're going to have to play good in the second half. I know, I know I used the S word there, the second second half. But, yeah, if we don't play good in the second half, I just don't see us advancing. I, I mean, I, I agree with you. And, and I think we can throw really throw the second half argument all the way out of the window. What we need now is we need to put together complete games uh, because there's been games where we haven't played well in the first half and uh, and then uh, we just never got on track and so and, and I think it comes down to and this is really one of the takes I really was, was uh, wanting to pick your brain about because I think it comes down to two things for this SEC tournament over these next four days and I keep saying four days because I think we have a squad that can get to Sunday comes down to defensive intensity and free throws throughout the whole game. Not playing good defense in the first half and, and, and scrapping out and squeaking out a win in the second half. No, 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 no. We're not going to play press. It's not the 40 minutes that, that no one used to play. But we have to have a defensive intensity for 40 minutes. Not 23 minutes. Not 16 minutes. 40 minutes 
defensive intensity. And when you get to that strike, knock down your free throws. That's the two keys for the entire weekend. That's against Auburn. That's against a matchup with Texas A&M that's looming after Auburn. And regardless of who we play after that, those are my two keys. And if we do those successfully, not only will we play on Sunday, Big Mo, but I think we can cut down those SEC tournament nits and do what we haven't done in a very, very long time. I, I, I don't share those sentiments at all. I, I really don't. I, um, we've had a lot of good basketball teams in the past, in the past, ever since Musselman's taken over. And I, I, from my perspective, I would almost be disappointed if we won the championship with this team because I don't feel like we deserve it right now. I mean, I would love to see them go on a run and become a different team, but the past two years, particularly last year, last year I felt like we had the team to win the SEC tournament. And I felt like we should have won the SEC tournament. We, uh, you know, just just got knocked out, you know, couldn't make it past Alabama, and, um, you know, they were a good team. I felt like we played them good, but this team here, this is this is just not a team that we're, we're number ten in the in the conference. You know, I, I wouldn't even it wouldn't it would feel very random to me if we were to win the tournament. Now, of course, I would. Let's focus on the on the tournament though, Jackson. What do you think our odds are? Is this a must win for Arkansas in order to to make the field of sixty four? Well, and. I, I mean, by tournament, I mean big tournament, of course. I don't know if this is a must win or not because I get a lot of mixed feelings from from guys that get paid a whole lot more than I do to, to do this. They they seem to think that we're in regardless. I, I don't know if I if I agree with that or not. Do I think that you know we are one of the the, the top 64, 68 teams in the country? I do believe that. So for that alone, yeah, I think we should be in. Now, uh, I would like to see us get some wins, obviously, and you know, and but but to your point, I'm going to use the word, the cliche word of March, for us to do what I said to do to cut the nets down on Sunday as SEC tournament champions would be pure madness. It would be. It would be madness. You're a hundred percent correct. It would be madness. Nobody's giving us a chance to win this tournament. We've got <laughs> uber athletes. I mean, we're so athletic. I mean, watching the Kentucky game and 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 watching Ricky Council just throw that ball back and slam it like he's LeBron James or something. I mean, it, it showed me a glimpse of of what what we really have. In these players, that that Nick Smith, ten to twelve foot jumper, he's automatic. So, you know, we have pieces to get this thing done, but what we've lacked is consistency, and that's why I'm 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 stating as my keys, defensive intensity and free throws. In order to do both, you have to be consistent. If you're going to be a good defensive team, it takes consistency, and if you're going to make a dead gum free throw. It takes consistency, and that's the, that's what we're gonna have to have. If not only if we're gonna have a chance to win this tournament, but if we're gonna have a chance to make that March run that we've grown accustomed to. 
Yeah. I'll add another one in there, and that's rebounding. If playing good defense doesn't count for much if you keep giving them shots. So you're going to have to keep the other team off the offensive glass. And that's one thing that we struggle on. I mean, if we play good defense, a lot of times we let them get position and get the offensive rebound and give them easy buckets. What we've been doing in these in these uh, recent games. So you've got to you've got to do a lot. Um, you know, we do have a lot of athleticism, which is very helpful. Um, but yeah, we're, I feel like we we're going to have to catch some breaks and start making some shots that we normally don't make because uh, you know our, our, we're not a great shooting team most most our biggest asset is our athleticism and that's correct you know and you know and I, I want to throw out this because there's there's a lot of teams in this SEC tournament that have a lot of 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 seniors and upperclassmen and so there's one player in particular that for me has to have a good SEC tournament for the Razorbacks. He has to be solid and he has to be consistent. And he has to be what his name says he is. He has to be Devo. Devontae Davis has to have a good SEC tournament. Yes, for the I totally agree. If you're going to have a defensive intensity that I'm looking for, you're going to have to have the best Devontae Davis that you can. Yes. Devontae Davis' ejection is the one element of the Kentucky loss that's going to be overlooked because we're going to look at the, the stats, we're going to look at missed free throws, we're going to look at shooting percentage. But when you took Arkansas's best defensive player off the court without even being eligible to come back and play, that was what sunk the ship against Kentucky. Devontae yes. Davis has a good tournament of shutting down number one players for the other team. Razorbacks can play on Sunday in this tournament. I believe it. Well, you bring up a good point. Now, Devo is the only player on the team who has been to the past two Elite Eights. And to me, that's the experience of having won those games and been there is so valuable. Having a player who's, who's done that is a huge asset for the Razorbacks. So, I think you're right. I think you're absolutely right. That is the key. If, if, if we are to advance, if we are to make a run, it's going to be Devo that's going to have to step up in a huge way. And he can. He definitely can. Absolutely can. And, and I think there's some other players on this team with NCAA, uh, you know, maybe not on the grand stage of being an Arkansas Razorback, but... Ricky Council has some of that experience. Yes. The Mitchell twins have some of that experience. So there's some other pieces that can be around Devontae and they can look to his on-court leadership on the defensive end because he knows what it takes. If, if you if you remember back to when we played Oral Roberts uh, in in the in a previous tournament, Devontae Davis's defensive intensity on Max Aismas, even though Aismas still had a great game. He still scored, you know, very high amount of points. Those last four or five minutes of that game, he was so frustrated. He began to turn the ball over. He began to miss free throws. He began to get tired. Why did he get tired? It was Devontae Davis. Yeah. Why he got tired. Yep. 
You're right. And then he could do that to the next big star we come against, too. So uh, we need that for sure. On on any team, Big Mo, that, that anybody's, he's going to be somebody's nightmare after they play the Razorbacks because they're going to have him in their dreams for weeks to come because they're, they're not going to be able to get him out of their head. I mean, there's, there's been a lot of teams that we played recently who did not have that problem. But um, it's like you said, we, the Kentucky game might have been different if he stayed on the court. But, man, I mean, it's, it's a huge letdown when we handle Kentucky so thoroughly in Kentucky and then – you know, we let them basically uh, beat us in a very convincing fashion. wasn't even really that close in Bud Walton. Um, I just have to think that, uh, you know, there's there's not that many things we can hang our hat on at this point to say, look, look what we've done. We, we, we're a team that's looking still to prove that we can uh, win a big game, you know. And and, right. and do it in a way that's not a fluke. Yeah, uh, I mean I, I agree, uh, and and I, I think it you know it kind of reminds me, and I don't ever want to compare the Razorbacks to to another sports team or, or or another sport, but we we kept saying all all college football season long. If anybody listened to our cast, we kept saying that it was in front of TCU to do it. It was theirs for the taking. They had to go get it. We we said all that, and that's what that's what lies ahead for the for the Razorbacks in these in these postseason tournaments. Because you know, yeah, this is a new season. You know, this is a new beginning. You know, you hear all the sports cliches, and you do get a chance to start over. You do have a chance to string together some wins and put all that behind you. And so, it's on the table. How much do you want to? How how hungry are you? How much do you want it? I agree, and and I mean you can look at some other teams out there too, and compared to them, Arkansas did. I mean the, the great news is, as as disappointing as the end of the year has been for us here, we're still looking at a very legitimate chance to make it to March Madness to the big tournament. And you look across the uh, the river at, at LSU and and Ole Miss. I mean, those are teams that just want this season to end. I mean, they're not even in in the in the uh, NIT conversation, much less the NCAA conversation. Right. So right. there's a lot of positives, a lot of things to be thankful for. Uh, from our perspective, it's kind of uh, you know disappointing because we started the season ranked in the top ten, and the expectations were so high. But if you take away the expectations, this has been an above-average year, easily, for the Razorbacks. Now, not the type of year that I think we should win an SEC championship, but a, a, a year that we should be proud of the program. Yeah, I, I absolutely agree. And you know, and and you know, because you know, it wasn't very long ago that I don't want to compare us to Kentucky because I just don't like doing that, but. Kentucky had has had these years where they had these five star, you know, prospects, these highly rated players, and when they get to Kentucky, they struggled, and they got put out of the first round of March Madness. They didn't make the NIT tournament. They didn't even get an NIT bid, and you know, so you know, 
for us to be in a position where we still have a chance to punch another ticket to March. I, I think that, uh, I think that, yeah, it, it deserves a, a very small amount of praise, but I, I, I still think it deserves a little bit of praise. <laughs> Just a little bit. Yeah. yeah. Only, only a little bit. A very small, <laughs> uh, like a whisper of a hallelujah. You know, not a, not a big time uh, Jimmy Lee uh, screaming it out hallelujah, but maybe just a little bitty toddler just telling his mom hallelujah is is what they deserve this year. Well, now speaking of optimism and and you know a pat on the back, I will say one team that's done the opposite this year that I root for and has actually greatly exceeded expectations is the NC State Wolfpack, who are now, and they've won 22 games. They are sitting as the number six seed in the ACC tournament, and um, they have a matchup uh, actually tonight. Fixing uh, to be going down uh, in Greensboro against Virginia Tech tonight. That's at 8.30 p.m. Central. Uh, so if they win that game, they'll be facing off against the three seed Clemson, which is a terrible matchup for them. Uh, Clemson recently destroyed them by twenty some points when they when they played in Clemson. But uh, but NC State, I mean, I, NC State, honestly, they're a team I could see making a run to the championship. They have the pieces. It's all about. Basically, being on that game and and their defense is is suspect at times. Well, it's probably suspect more than more than uh, an average. But the offense is there. They have a lot of offensive pieces. They can make free throws. They have the big guy inside, and most importantly, they can make clutch threes. They very nearly came back on Duke and became the only team this year to beat Duke in Cameron Indoor. Uh, when when they made about three threes in the last 55 seconds against wow. Duke and made it a uh, a two point game with 10, 12 seconds left to play. Now Duke did get the ball and got fouled, and they uh, made both their free throws to make it a four point game, and that that was the final score. But there was doubt all the way through that, that last minute of play on whether Duke was going to pull that out because NC State turned it on at the end. And that's what I like to see from my teams is I like to see a team finish strong in the second half and finish out the game strong. And NC State has shown me they can do that. Right. So so you, you've been the, obviously the, the, the NC State alum and NC State, uh, you know, follower. Where, where do you ultimately? Where, where do you see this this the season culminating for for the Wolfpack? Well, uh, my prediction is I think we're going to beat Virginia Tech tonight, which is always a good win. Um, okay. But I don't think we're going to get it done against Clemson tomorrow. But the tomorrow's game will be at 8:30 Central Time too. So most likely we're going to win one, lose one, finish up with a record of 23 and 10. I think it's going to be good enough to get into the tournament, but we're probably going to be sitting at a 9 or a 10 seed, somewhere around there. And, um, you know, I think NC State is definitely a team that could do what they did back my my first year in college, back when we had uh, 
nearly as Hodges and came to term as a 10 seed and roll on to the Sweet 16, take out a, a two seed. Because um, I don't know about you, Jackson, but I, I see a lot of parity this year going into the tournament, and I'm not so sure that those Giants are the uh, the big bad wolves are the pun that they have been in previous years. Well, and you know, you you put NC State basically in that conversation that I that I wanted to to uh, to, to throw at you today because I, I do not think because of the parity that is college basketball specifically this year, I don't think that there's a team the team that wins it. I don't think is currently ranked inside the top ten nationally. Wow! Uh, you don't think any of the top ten are going to take the no, obviously, obviously, uh, I believe that Houston's probably going to go into the tournament as the number one overall seed. Uh, they're they're going to probably be the the hands down favorite to win the thing. Uh, Alabama's also going to be a high seed. Uh, Kansas is going to be a high seed. Uh, and then they're they're you know they've been throwing around a lot of names about that fourth uh, one seed. Uh, I don't think Alabama's going to cut the nets down. Uh, I I think there's too much trouble around the program. There's too many distractions. And I I think that they're probably, if they're a one seed, they're the first one seed out of the tournament. Uh, Which I know we'll get to dissect our our brackets like we always do. Always look forward to to those times. And, you know, so, and I'm I'm not, I'm not Joe Lenardi. I'm, I'm Action Jackson. And uh, (laughs) I, I I can speak, I can speak my mind like he can too uh, but you put NC State on the you know kind of on the 9-10 line in, in national seed um, unfortunately I, I think if Arkansas was to lose to Auburn tomorrow night I think that unfortunately we would probably be in one of those 11 seed playing games and we said you put your in the NCAA tournament but you had to play one more game to turn your seed your seed line and I think that's where we would end up now. And Auburn and possibly pairing that with the Texas A&M win. Uh, and I think Arkansas climbs to that 8-9 seed line where, you know, that's the dreaded one for us Razorback fans because it seems like every time we're in that, we're going to play the one seed in the second round and we're going to get bounced. But if I'm thinking that we cut the nets down on Sunday as the SEC champions, to go with my prediction, I'm going to say we jumped at 8-9 matchup and we're a 7 seed in the NCAA tournament as the SEC champions. So there's there's a lot of different places that Arkansas can fall uh, come selection Sunday. Well, I would definitely, well, I would definitely hope, hope that we would, that we would uh, uh, lead towards that 7 seed, seven seed uh, because, because, yeah, 11 seeds have not been good for Razorbacks in previous years and we're just, We're not, just the not the type of team that, that I feel like, I feel like the, the less of the competition, the better we're going to do. Uh, facing, facing a 10 seed is going to do much better for us than facing a 6 with, with the way we've we we played lately, for sure. Uh, I, I, I can only agree. I mean, uh, you know, and I want so bad to say, you know, focus around with your bracket and your pool. Go ahead and put the, our beloved hogs in the final four. Have them cutting down the nets, winning it all. Uh, do that with one bracket. 
but don't put all your eggs in that basket. Don't don't take Texas Jackson for uh you know for for being a total. Arkansas matches up better both 
defensively and offensively against teams that are not familiar with them. I feel like teams that are familiar with us, we have some weaknesses that those teams exploit, and we also don't have the intimidation factor. Put us against a team that hasn't seen us, uh, and you've got a player like Nick Smith out there, you've got a, a defensive shutdown guy like Devo Davis, got nothing but size all over the court. That's one another great thing on top of athleticism that the Hawks have, is they have a lot of size. Um, would obviously have even more size if we had Trayvon Brazil still around, but still have uh, plenty of size. When you, uh, I feel like we have a lot more of an intimidation factor against a team that's unfamiliar with us, and that works to our advantage. Absolutely, and and you know, and and the, the Nick Smith factor is some sometimes in one of these tournaments he's going to make his presence known and, and I think you're just going to see uh, whoever's guarding him, he's just going to blow right by them like they're standing still because most of these teams that we're going to play haven't seen a player like that in their entire conference and yeah, they're going to they're be matched up with him for 40 minutes and they're just going to be like man I can't guard this kid uh, coach so you're going to have to give me a break because uh, I, I can't guard him and they're just we're going to run across the team like that and and, and we're going to beat them handily because they're just not going to be able to keep up. Now, is that in the SEC tournament against somebody that's familiar with us? Probably not. But yeah. running across somebody in the, in the NCAA tournament from a, a, a Big Ten school or, or somewhere out, out west, they're just, they're just not going to match up well with the Razorback. Well, I actually feel like our best matchups would not be the, the Western teams. I feel like they would really be uh, like the Big Ten, the Big 12 teams. Um, to some extent, the mid-major type teams, and I'm looking at teams like uh, maybe Wichita State, Marquette, those type of teams. Uh, I feel like the teams that like to play a very organized set piece game where you walk it up court, you set up your offense, you do your passing, and then you get one shot, other team rebounds and, and try it again. I feel like those teams would not match up as well against us because they're not used to playing that isolation style game that Arkansas can excel at with guys like Nick Smith. They're not used to guarding that guy who's basically taking you to the hole almost one-on-one rather than trying to throw five or six passes to throw to find an open man. Right. And, and you know, and I, I agree with you, Big Mo, because those those teams that come down are like, okay, we're going to pass three times and we're going to shoot. Well, if they don't get that offensive rebound, now they have a problem with our athleticism because, and, and you can probably testify to this, having actually uh, probably watched more games than I have, uh, with, with Nick on the court and, and Anthony Black, you know, sometimes it's three dribbles and a pass, and we're already laying it up. Uh, if you if you don't get back on defense, we're just going to outrun you to the other end of the court, and we're going to have a dunk, or we're going to have a layup. Yeah. And, you know, if you, if they don't get that defensive or that offensive rebound, they, they're not going to stop us because we're going to be in transition before they get their defense set, and that's goes trouble for, for pretty much any team that, that's not familiar with. Yep. And 
I actually, I think that the, speaking of Western teams, I actually think that the uh, teams out west are underrated. I'm looking at teams like Arizona. Um, of course, they have Gonzaga at number nine right now. Uh, Gonzaga, unbelievably, is not even the number one seed in their own conference. But they are a team, especially with Drew Tim, that we know can make a run. So I, I do. I have a very healthy fear of Gonzaga. And uh, we did. We already beat San Diego State, which is good. St. Mary's is obviously up there. Uh, there's a few other teams uh, out west that are kind of uh, tooling around. Uh, Boise State, not a bad team. Um, I feel like even though some of those teams that aren't even on the radar right now, they play the style of game that we don't want to play. It's a very fluid, athletic game where they match up against us. We need some shock value. We need some guys who, hey, we're not used to seeing college players play like that. That's that's what I think would benefit Arkansas. So, you know, but let's focus on first things first. We got to get into the tournament. And, you know, yes, we do. We, we don't want to put our uh, we don't want to put our cart before our horse for sure. Uh, you know, it, it it starts with Auburn. I mean, whatever run that we're gonna make or not make starts tomorrow night. And uh, if the wheels fall off tomorrow night, who knows? Uh, I would I would I would dread it if we're hosting the NIT game uh, in a few weeks. That would just uh, that would just not that well very very well with me uh, for sure because uh, but that's also something that we would have to consider because uh, I don't think that we would turn down a bid to host the NIT uh, first or second round of you know matchups yeah absolutely well I guess we got our our team's got their work cut out for them um we're going to have a lot to report in our next podcast. By the time our next podcast comes around, we will have completed both all of the conference tournaments, and it will be the day before the NCAA tournament starts. We'll have a full field of 64, a lot of matchups going on, and uh, a lot of uh, brackets, soon-to-be-busted brackets, surely, uh, that will... Uh, We'll have drawn up, so I believe our next podcast we might actually need to go for a doubleheader. What do you think, Jackson? Oh, uh, it, it, it might be possible. I, I would tell the, the the fans to to definitely be ready for a uh, uh, a rarity and an Action Jackson and Big Mo. Uh, here comes special uh, because <laughs> at that time I I do hope that I have at least uh, at least one copy of the the big bracket in front of me so I can uh, go down through there and dissect these for the for the great fans that we have out there uh, you know wherever they may be listening absolutely we will definitely have it, have it. Uh, coming up next time uh, right now there's there's a lot of basketball to be played but even before the big tournament so we'll see who rises to the occasion and Wants to, to get those top speeds and, 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 and get into the tournament, and, and, and who's going to be watching, watching from home with, with, with us? With us. Right. <laughs> and, you know, and uh, all I can say is a sports fan. This, this time of year.
Amen to that. Amen to that for sure. All right. Well, I guess that's all we got, Jackson. So we'll we'll send it off with a with a big amen. Amen. Always a pleasure. Always a pleasure.